This is Making Finances Easier with Paul Cochran, Garrett Crawford, and Bruce Landis from Providence Wealth Management. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Paul, Garrett, and Bruce provide their clients and prospects the information they need regarding social security, retirement income planning, wealth management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful strategies to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now here is Making Finances Easier with Paul Cochran, Garrett Crawford, and Bruce Landis. Well, good morning, everyone. Uh, Paul Cochran here with my colleague, uh, Garrett Crawford. Garrett, good morning. Good morning. I'm here again. Hey, good. Uh, We're with Providence Advisors Group, and our little show is called Making Finances Easier. If we uh, spark your interest in a particular topic, 865-770-5031. If you'd like to drill down on any of those things, you could call and leave a message and we'll follow back up with you on Monday or Tuesday. And uh, Garrett, let's start this morning with uh, the playoffs or this weekend. This should air uh, this uh, this Saturday. Um, and uh, we've got the Couple the, good games. Yeah, a couple good games. We've got the, the Chiefs and the Bengals, and then we've got the Eagles and the 49ers. So who who are your picks in that? Well, I say I'll start off with it. It seems like a transition year for the NFL. Some of these uh, perennial quarterbacks, the Bradys and the Rodgers, aren't there, and we've got some uh, kind of young gun slingers. But uh, I was a child of the 90s growing up, and all uh, – Sundays, I remember Cowboys and 49ers were on TV. I In third grade, I had a Steve Young uh, football jersey. My buddies had Steve Young football jerseys. I think one guy had a Jerry Rice. And we had, you know, the other people that liked the Cowboys. Uh, so I, I grew up a big 49ers fan. And you, they're probably the one that may be least likely to be pulled for. Uh, but the uh, – what's the quarterback's name? Uh Brock Purdy, uh, he's been kind of a fun story. The last pick of the draft, kind of getting pulled in uh, at the last second and has been doing uh, kind of cool. But those those other teams, I actually like every single one of them. Uh, if you said, which one do I like the least, maybe the Chiefs, but I think Pat Mahomes is awesome. I, I like the organization. But Joe Burrow, Jalen Hurts, there's, there's a lot of people to cheer for. But uh, I'd like to see a 49ers-Bengals uh, Super Bowl, I think. Yeah, yeah, boy. Um, you know, I uh, I think the only time I really watched a full game from start to finish was that weekend. Uh, I had the flu, you know, when I was in Idaho and I was stuck in the hotel room. Uh, but I enjoy, you know, watching the replays and bits and pieces of different games, and so. Uh, I definitely pay attention more in the playoffs, and I guess, you know, I know it's it's cliche, but I really would really value just a close game. You know, I just really like it. I don't want to blow out. And so I guess if you had to pin me down, I, um, you know, I, I, I w- w- want to see the Eagles, you know, kind of go that to that next level. Yeah. Um, but... Uh, we were at a we had an elders meeting last night and and one of the guys uh, after we were done uh, showed me a picture of Purdy after the game with his girlfriend and he looks like he's in tenth grade <laughs> I mean he looks so young it's just hard to believe uh, that he is the quarterback uh, of the San Francisco 49ers uh, it's pretty 
pretty mind-blowing. Um, and then, you know, Patrick Mahomes is so fun to watch. He's just – it's really enjoyable. But, uh, you know, the Bengals, boy, they are just, a, you know, a team to be reckoned with. Yeah. So I think that will be a knockdown drag out for sure. Um, but, yeah, it looks like a fun weekend of football. Yes, sir. So today, you know, one of the things that, you know, Garrett, we talk about a lot – is uh, is tax efficiency, and um, and I'm going on a limb here, but I'd go so far as to say that uh, if your advisor isn't drilling down and addressing uh, tax issues, then um, you're you're missing something, and um, it's interesting how uh, you know an accountant if they're doing their job really. Uh, their main job is looking in the rearview mirror. They they have to look at what's happened and make the the best sense of it. And um, generally, their role is not in future planning. Uh, by contrast, our role is future planning. Everything we're doing is looking into the future and trying to, uh, uh, you know, typically we're going to charge 1%. Uh, and so... Are, what, what's interesting is when you look at where the benefit of what we're doing, where that comes from, some of it is asset management, some of it is, is uh, you know, some of the advice that we give. But one of the places that's really o- overlooked is the way that we can help people keep from leaving money on the table just by virtue of kind of the, some of the tax counsel that we can give going forward. So, well, gosh, you're not a CPA. Well, there there is a tax input that we can give that doesn't fall into that category of tax advice. Yeah, sure. And we would, uh, I think as a as financial planners, uh, you know, it is a fine line, but we would use the words tax planning uh, versus, you know, your CPA or tax preparer that's looking at your return and says, you need to do this for your IRA to get you down into the next uh, tax bracket. You need to do seven thousand three hundred and forty-two dollars to do a you know a, a Roth conversion or whatever. Uh, but it's interesting. You used a term that I feel like I'm using more and more, and uh, maybe we could talk about it. But uh, and the term is tax efficient. Uh, and I think for listeners, you might see that. I think I have that on our website. You might have, see that on somebody else's advertisement. But just uh, digging down into what does it mean to be to have a tax efficient retirement plan? And I think depending on who you're asking, maybe an accountant or maybe a financial planner, their definition of tax efficient uh, might be different. And so where I'm where I'm thinking about is. Uh, let's say it's 2022, people are working, it's 2023 now, but people are working with their tax preparer uh, to file their 2022 taxes. Somebody might say, we're being real tax efficient if we pay not a dime more of taxes this year than we have to. So let's look at ways that we can minimize our tax in 2022. So uh, you may still be working, maybe you're self-employed, you have a business and you have a SEP IRA. So you're uh, your 
tax preparer looks at your return and they say, you know, you're bleeding into that 32% tax bracket, let's make a a $15,000 SEP IRA contribution, reduce those taxes, get you down into the 24% uh, tax bracket. We're paying less taxes and somebody might think, well, that's a tax efficient year. Uh, I think sometimes though on our side of the ledger, tax efficient doesn't mean minimizing taxes just this year, but it's looking over the next decade, which, you know, we don't have a crystal ball. We can't predict uh, always what's going to happen with Congress and legislature, but we're, we're trying to look at when we could have years of uh, decreased income. Maybe you're retiring and only one spouse is working. And so we're going to be thinking about how can we maybe even pay more tax this year so that we can save more taxes over the next 10 years. Yes. And so I think uh, my, my one other thought here, and Paul, you can kind of chime in on whichever direction you want to go, but the client to practitioner rate in our financial planning world would be much lower than a uh, client tax preparer tax preparer ratio in the accounting world, meaning that, you know, sometimes I'll, I'll hear of these accounts that have a practice of two, three, four hundred people that they're filing tax returns for, and they probably don't have time to sit down with you and make sure that they're, that you're doing everything right. You might have a tax guy that gives advice, but we're, we would be different in that sense that we are able to spend more time with our clients, uh, and make sure we're drilling down into those different areas of uh, 401k contributions and what the future plan is down the road a few years. Yeah, they um, most accountants, uh, their their job is not future planning. That just that's just all there is to it. Um, and when it comes to these months that we're getting ready to get into, February and March, they're covered up with really one thing, completing returns. Mm-hmm. And so, on the other hand, uh, what I, one of the things I love about what we do is we can take that tax return as it's completed. So we tell all of our clients, you know, to go ahead and as a matter of course, give us your tax return there as soon as it's done from that previous year. And then we have um, some diagnostic tools that serve a little bit like a, a blood test. You know, when you go to the doctor, mm-hmm. you know, typically if you got some symptoms or you're not sure, one of the things they'll do is they'll do a baseline blood test. And it's amazing what they can discern just by looking at your blood. Something's yeah. out of whack, white blood cells too high, uh, red's too low, whatever. And um, I, again, I'm not a doctor. That could be good or bad. I don't know what those mean, but but you, you get the picture. And so... Um, uh, our, our diagnostic software uh, can take that same tax return and we can look into the future uh, given some, you know, some assumptions that are, that, that are you know, are, are fairly sound. They're based on what, we're, what we know is going on right now, what the current law is and what it will be, and, and, you know, until it changes. And we can... Uh, make some pivotal moves that can save people money. Like if somebody, let's say they have $500,000 in, uh, in an IRA 
And they know, let's say they're 65 now, and they either stopped working or they're getting ready to stop working. And what they kind of know intuitively is they have this growing tax liability in their IRA. They have 500000 there, but only about uh, 400000 of it belongs to them. Mm-hmm. The, the other 100000 belongs to the federal government. So somehow, some way, unless they do something, that liability, that amount that they owe to the government during the entire life of that 500000 as it grows or shrinks or whatever happens to it, um, it, it's not what happens, you know, last year. It's what plan can be made over the next 10 years to make sure that that uh, growing tax liability is mitigated and is used, to use the word we were talking about earlier, as efficiently as possible either for you know, once we've decided what we're going to do with that 500000 whether it's going to be designed for income in the future, whether it's going to go to, to beneficiaries, uh, whether it's only perhaps only going to go to a spouse, uh, once we know where it's going to go, is, it, is there a plan in place for those next 10, 15, 20 years to make that efficient? Yeah, and I would chime in too. It's not like a this, – this isn't an either-or conversation like a – financial planner is good and a tax preparer is not as good. Oh gosh, this yeah. is like we're sitting at a table and uh, sometimes in our our world they kind of call us the, the, the financial quarterback, meaning that uh, you know, we don't know everything about tax preparation. Uh, there are nuance and complicated business structures and how th- people have income coming to them where uh, our, our goal is, you know, future tax minimization but uh, we we enjoy when clients do have a relationship with an accountant or tax preparer that knows their situation I'm thinking about four or five just off the top of my head where when we can hop on the phone with our clients tax preparer boy that's when the synergy really starts to get rolling and uh, I would also add to one of the things it's January and so people are starting to get their 1099R tax forms mailed to their mailbox this year. And I've had a couple clients call me uh, that have just recently turned 72. And uh, they, for the first time last year, uh, did a qualified charitable distribution. And so this is this is a great example of uh, a specific area where uh, have, ha- having us on, on your side can be helpful. But... Uh, Let's say somebody did a $10,000 worth of withdrawals from their IRAs in 2022, and they sent $2,000 to a charitable organization. Well, when they get a 1099 tax form, I've had a couple calls this week, uh, it'll itemize and say that you took out $10,000 from your IRA in 2022. And it basically says the taxable amount is $10,000. But they remember us having a conversation uh, and I think I even told a few of these people that this was going to happen, but uh, that the IRS has, or not the IRS, but TD Ameritrade, the custodian, has no idea that that qualified charitable distribution check that went to your charity or church actually was a qualified charitable organization. So it's up to them to relay that information to their account. Up to the client. Uh, it's up to the client to relay, 
relay the amount of the qualified charitable distribution to the client to make sure that it doesn't get reported as taxable income. So for somebody uh, that hears, well, qualified charitable distributions, I heard about it on the radio, you know, I need to do that. They send, you know, a few thousand dollars to a charity and they, they just aren't familiar with the fact that they can't just give that 1099 to their accountant anymore because the accountant has no idea. And so that's uh, one area where uh, earlier this year with a client, I, I, I caught that in a prior year that the, that she just didn't tell the accountant that yeah. she did. I think in her case, it was like $6,000 worth of qualified charitable distributions. And she paid tax on $6,000. And so we had to walk through the process of going back to the accountant amending the return uh, so that she got back. I think she was in the 22% tax bracket. And so that's a great example. That's a big chunk of money that she was doing the right thing. She was taking good advice, but the execution of that got, got tricky. And uh, so I would say, even though we aren't tax preparers, we aren't giving tax advice. uh, It's a, in my opinion, a really cool thing. Uh, in our relationship with clients that you can give us a tax return and we can review it just to make sure that things look right. And so it's not like we're sitting here discounting the tax preparer and that they aren't, you know, they, they're going to make a mess up and we're going to find it. But having a second set of eyes on something even like the QCDs is a great safety net uh, to make sure that you aren't paying more taxes than you should. Absolutely. And I think of all the accountants that we interact with, because we we tell our clients, listen, you know, um, if you give us permission and give them permission, we can interact with your accountant on details. And it uh, almost every single one of these accountants that we interact with, they're really grateful that someone is looking out the windshield, planning in the future, thinking these things through, because they realize that that's just not what, what they can do. That's not what they do. And uh, and they appreciate that somebody has their finger on the pulse with a plan going forward rather than just kind of willy-nilly, uh, you know, thinking things through. Yeah, and I was thinking about a client we were working with the other day, and uh, they had some something called net unrealized appreciation. And so, again, we aren't, the, we aren't giving tax advice, but we're just helping a client see clear where if you take income sources from different pots of money, it's going to be taxed lower. And depending on how much money we pull from each source, you might find yourself in a, you know, a significantly lower tax bracket because you're pulling from capital gains instead of ordinary income. And so I just, I I remember that appointment that, uh, you know, we went from a a higher tax bracket down to, I think, maybe the 12% if we were pulling from a net unrealized appreciation. And so that that wasn't forever, but for one year, it it made a lot of sense. And when you think about, um, you know, if somebody... uh, Let's say you're out there and you have uh, you have three million dollars, um, and you're looking for some help, and you look at uh, well, gosh, these guys charge one percent. Boy, that that would be you know so expensive. Um, what's interesting is when we kind of do the math and we look at where we can actually add value. Uh, usually, we're. I, uh, just some, uh, in fact, Vanguard did a study, uh, not even on us, but just in general. But g- given the advice that we can can do, it, I, I wouldn't. I, I would say that on average, we're going to be able to leverage, you know, more like 3% in the client's favor when you add up all the different things. Yeah, I, I really feel like it's one of, well, 
I was thinking the other day I was I was doing working with the client and uh, I, don't, I haven't even told you this Paul but I just it, it, it's a little bit surface level there's obviously more nuance to this thought I had go through my head but uh, one of my thoughts was you know dang I love this game <laughs> and the game uh, for me is uh, you know I, I I love helping our clients. I love helping them do more of what they want to do. Uh, but it, the game is always changing. Mm-hmm. The, the rules are changing. Mm-hmm. Even though the rules change, mm-hmm. that might not change the strategy. And so, uh, you know, I think about board games and all this stuff. Mm-hmm. But it, it, it's it, it's a it's a it's a game that requires a lot of knowledge for mm-hmm. one, but also mm-hmm. a lot of discernment. And mm-hmm. so these these things that come up like you know, state limit taxes, you know, dropping by 60 to 70 percent. Well, okay, we want to be aware of that, but it also might not happen. They've talked about it before. And then, you know, we've got to make sure that we don't make a too hasty of a decision. I know there were articles out there last year when they thought the the latest Democratic uh, movement was going to cut it down to three million. And so there were uh, reputable people out there saying, well, should these people in the 10 to $15 million, should they give away all their money now so they don't have to pay mm. 40% tax? Mm. And I remember reading those and thinking, wow, that's a, you know, if, if that's what happens in the future, that's that's a great, <laughs> great move. But that was, you know, really rolling the dice. And yeah. it turns out that all that got squashed in Congress. And I'm sure the people uh, that did that wonder if they should have. And so my point with all that is uh, the, the game is always changing. But we have to have discern discernment and you know kind of prudent financial planning in order to navigate all that. And uh, you know, I just really I enjoy doing that. Yeah, that, that's so good, Garrett. I think there's this tendency uh, for people to think that uh, that hey, this. Uh, you know, secret knowledge of when to get in and when to get out. And, hey, there's this secret thing. You need to make a big act on this. And very rarely will there be a time-sensitive things like that. Sometimes there is, but usually it's this steady plotting year after year of planning that just kind of adds up to value as you, you know, trim away at the edges, keep it efficient, and... Uh, yeah, and I'm thinking like a $50,000 Roth conversion. That's, you know, for some clients, it, that can feel like a smaller amount. It's, it, it's not as glittery and as sparkly as maybe the crypto and the NFT tokens, but little adjustments along the way where we're keeping our clients, or usually in that retirement phase, risk appropriate, uh, each year done. Uh, for a lot of people, that's that's the way to go. Excellent. 865-770-5031, makingfinancesesier.com. That's the name of our show. And our company is Providence Advisors Group. It's been uh, Paul and Garrett with you again this Saturday morning. And we look forward to uh, talking to you again next week. Thank you for listening to Making Finances Easier. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound retirement plan. For more information, please contact Paul Cochran, Garrett Crawford, or Bruce Landis at Providence Wealth Management. Call 865-770-5031 or visit them online 
at makingfinanceseasier.com. Fee-based financial planning and investment advisory services are offered by Providence Wealth Management, LLC, a registered investment advisor in the state of Tennessee. Insurance products and services are offered through Providence Advisors Group, LLC. Providence Advisors Group, LLC, and Providence Wealth Management, LLC, are affiliated companies. Paul Cochran, Garrett Crawford, and Bruce Landis and Providence Wealth Management are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency. All matters discussed during this show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary, and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources, and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation.